What's up, Queen? It's your girl, Danisha, a.k.a. Nisha, here with an amazing episode of Queen's Corner Podcast, where we talk about self-care, self-love, and so many other things. I started this podcast not only for my own self-expression, but I'm expecting this platform to one day bless, enrich, and inspire my fellow queens and kings on their journey. So please, let's focus in, relax, and listen to this week's episode with positive energy and an open heart. Let's get right into it. What's up, queens and kings? It's your girl, Danisha, a.k.a. Nisha, back with another episode of Queen's Corner. Welcome back. Welcome back. Um, I had a lovely Valentine's Day, and I hope you guys did too. Um, me and my boyfriend just went out to dinner. We didn't do much. Every day is Valentine's Day for us, so it's fine. Um, anyway, so I just wanted to also mention that you guys should go over to um, the Instagram page, Queen's Corner Podcast, and also the Facebook page, um, Queen's Corner Podcast, also on there. Um, put our reviews up on Spotify and um Apple Podcast, that would be greatly appreciated. Give me a good five stars. Do whatever you got to do. We love to see it. Yes. So last week, um, you can also go back. Um, I really put my heart and soul into that last episode about detours to your destiny. I really feel strongly about that. Like You got to be able to maneuver through life even when there's a detour. And like I said before in the other episode is that, yes, you're going to the same destination. You just got to get creative on how you're going to get there. So make sure y'all go back and listen to that episode because it was a good one. So this week, I have a very special guest. She's she's my family. And as you can see by the title, um, we're going to be talking about um, estranged family members and how that can just affect your life in such a way. And our story is very unique, I think. And also, um, I feel like it's low-key not uncommon. Um, A lot of families are split up, broken up for no reason. Um, And unfortunately, the kids have to suffer it. And that's just kind of like where we are um, in that I'm pretty sure she'll say her side. But it's JT. Period. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> this is our first time doing this, y'all. So we we get the hang of it. Nah. Um, but yeah, this is my cousin JT. Um, yeah, you want to introduce yourself? Um, well, she kind of introduced me. <laughs> I'm the cousin, you know, the mystery, the question mark, the one, the two, okay? J to the T. <laughs> the city girls, but DJ. I love it. Um, so we just gonna have like a real candid conversation, a much needed conversation, I think, um, between the two of us, um, which will eventually get to our other family members. Um, so just kind of giving you a background. Um, I am 23 years old and you're 22? 21. 21. Okay. That's not that big of a difference. So, um, James, oh, JT, I'm going to cut that out. <laughs> JT, I'm sorry, I got to I gotta do the code name, my bad. Not even the code name, that's really what people call her. Um, I just don't, <laughs> like, I just don't, so it's kind of hard. Um, but we are first cousins. My father is her uncle. Her mother is my auntie. But there was, I think it's safe to say, um, like miscommunication happened, feelings were hurt, um, people turned away from other people in the family. Um, I think it's safe to say that. And we have literally no history of childhood together, like none whatsoever. Um, I always knew who, who she was. Um, it wasn't until I got a little older when I started, obviously started asking questions, but like 
always knew who she was. Um, but I just didn't have the pleasure of growing up with her. And so um, then we finally got a little older, got a little older. Um, <laughs> um, and we met personally. Well, didn't you say I approached you? I don't even remember that. Okay, so yeah. I think I was I was probably like 13 years old. Mm. And my church used to have like these youth group um, conferences, I think it was. And um, what was it? I think, yeah. So I was walking in. Was it where you at? Was it where you at? I I don't know. I can't remember. It was something. We're church kids. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And so I'm walking inside, you know, I go up the stairs. And this random girl just comes up to me. And she goes, cousin, oh my gosh. Like, Hold on. I don't know you. <laughs> like, the only cousins I knew were, at that time, were all on my dad's side. I only grew up with my dad's side of family mm. other than my mom's sister, which we'll get into that later. Right. But she's like, hey, cousin, how are you? Like, da, 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 da. like she acts like she know me. I'm sitting here like, <laughs> I don't know you. So we go our separate ways, and I remember my um, god sister was like, Who is that? I said, Bro, I don't even know. So I go home, and I'm like, Mom, I'm the random girl, right? Came up to me. What? I'm the random girl, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry, sorry. sorry. <laughs> so I was like, Mom, some girl came up to me, and she was like, Hey, cousin. I think my mom started to describe, she was like, Describe her. And I was like, well, she's shorter than me. She has glasses. She had her hair down. She's dark skin. And I can't remember what her name was. And I'm like, her name, her name, her name, because I'm terrible with names. So I think mm-hmm. I said, Nisha, something, Nisha. She said, huh. <laughs> and we didn't, really, we didn't really say anything else about it. And I was like, yeah, she came up to me. And then I went on a rant of, like, the conference and what I learned and stuff like that. Oh, okay. The next day is when she was like, well, that's your cousin. Ah. I said, I mean, she said that, but you, know, <laughs> you sure? Like, right. we're not getting our wires mixed, and you know, you don't know another Nisha, because that's how my cousin, I don't know her. And she's like, well, I knew my mom was adopted. Yeah, by the way, my mom mm-hmm. was adopted. So that's like a big part of this story. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew she was adopted, but I never knew she had like any other siblings. Other mm-hmm. than our aunt Donna, mm-hmm. that's the only person I knew. The only person I grew up with, her, Stacia, like all her kids. Yeah, and that's the only people I knew. Mm-hmm. And when she told me that, she told me she had a brother named Dan, and that he had a daughter named Denisha, and he was like, "That's your cousin." And I was mm. like, hmm. "Well, how come I never like right. heard her, never seen her, never they never talked about you or?" that side like mm-hmm. literally it was just not a conversation mm-hmm. and it wasn't a wonder in my mind until I like found out about you but then it was like oh okay, <clears throat> my mom's not gonna talk about it. you know a child stays in a child's place and right we just aren't gonna you know open Pandora's box mm-hmm. so I leave it alone I think the next time I think everything came out wasn't until I got to be I think 20 years old and so okay. we won't name names, but <laughs> someone is related to you. <laughs> oh, I already know who you're talking about. Yes. And I was cool with that someone. Yeah. And he had <laughs> said, Got you. Like, oh, my cousin just called. And I'm like, you know, oh, who's your cousin? Like, da, 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 just trying to be nosy because I'm always nosy. <laughs> and they were like, Denisha. And I was like, Denisha. And I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, like, that name sounds so familiar. I have not heard that name in so long. It just, it hit me. So I'm thinking, I'm thinking the whole day, we're going on with our day. Then later, I'm like, that's your cousin? <laughs> I'm realizing that that's my cousin, too. <laughs> that's when I, like, freaked out. I went home and I told my mom, and she was like, Oh, I didn't even think about that. That makes so much sense. And from then on, it was, oh, wow, I'm 
this person is back in my life. I don't know them. I don't talk to them. Right. But she is, I feel like it was full circle in a way. Yeah. So as I'm asking questions, <clears throat> more things come out that, oh, my mother had like, I think she had like six other siblings. Dang, total? Had, including? I think so. Because she had some on her mom's side and then some on the dad's side. Okay, and we got the same granddad. Yeah. We have the same grandfather. So all of my grand, and I believe that, and I don't know if this is correct, so don't quote me, but I do believe that all of her siblings, that like of her biological mom, are her whole siblings, right? Mm-hmm. Something, Something like that. Yeah. Really yeah, it's a really um, weird timeline. Um, our older generation had a very weird um, way of producing children. Anyway, reasons why they're called the baby boomers. <laughs> no, for real. Like, cause you really produced a lot of kids. Um, anyway. Um, so moving along as to how we kind of got cool. Um, I was getting close with, JT's best friend Jalen, shout out to J Bay, and <laughs> and so they're best friends. But I just kind of was getting cool with Jalen, and like we were just talking. And I don't know if y'all had conversations. You could probably get into that after I say my side. Um, but I just remember Jalen was like, "Hey, I got a proposition for you," and I'm like, "What's up? Like, what's good?" And she's like. Yeah, um, JT want to hang out, and she kind of nervous, and I'm like, for what? <laughs> like, for what? For why? And she was just like, y'all cousins, right? Like, she just kind of asked us about our history, and I'm like, yeah, that's my cousin. Like, I know her. Bring her around. It was no thing for me, because I, I think maybe what has something to do with that, though, is that my dad always told me about y'all. So, like, for me, I'm like, let's go. Like, I'm ready. You know what I mean? Right. Like, let's go. Like, it's not weird to me. It's out. It's out. We cool. Like, I don't even care how we cousins. Because, you know, some people like to be like, oh, that's my brother, sister, auntie, brother. Nah. Like, we, like, straight down the line. Like, her mother is my auntie. (laughs) Like, that's how closely we're related. And so, then we just finally all hang out. I don't even remember the first official time we all three hung out, but of course Jalen had to be that common denominator um, just so that all the parties can feel comfortable and not necessarily for me. I would. I didn't feel weird. I was just like ready to go. We just cool having fun. And I think it's also a little bit different too when you're older because we have more things to talk about and like yeah. it's just not awkward. It wasn't awkward at all. And like um I just remember being like, dang, this girl kind of cool. Like, <laughs> like we kind of been missing out on each other. And the craziest thing, y'all, is like, no, we did not grow up with each other. We don't have any recollection recollection of growing up with each other. But yet in our adult lives, I feel like we're more alike. Our energies are literally <laughs> like up there. And it's, it's the same. It's the same. I think that's the creepy part. Yeah. When we look at each other, we know. Right. When we respond, we know. Our faith, like, it's just, yeah. It's the same. And, like, yeah, it's funny that we think about that now because it's just, like, 16-year-old Denisha and JT would never. <laughs> but now it's, like, never. now that we're developed more and, like, have our own opinions um, and I feel like also with us being kids, we kind of were just, um, you know, like you said, being in the child's place, you know, like just kind of being like, you know, um, and then for me on my side, I know you said that your mama never really told you, um, yeah, like she never, like, yeah. even discussed that. Mm. That was not a discussion. Like, not even my dad. I just knew my mother was adopted. This is my grandmother. And Donna's her only sister. And uh, and Donna's kids is my cousins. Wow. That was it. 
And the craziest thing about that is that it's so many much more of us than just Auntie Donna kids. It's so many more. Yeah. And she not even she not even a part of the kids. Like that's like our that's my our cousin. That's our parents' cousin. Exactly. And she came to my job. She waited in a really long line. It's when I was like 17 uh-huh. for JC Penney's. I knew nothing about her, never seen her. She waited in this long line just for me, just for her to say, hey cousin, I'm your cousin, Fifi. <laughs> <laughs> and Fifi crazy too. Fifi is crazy. <laughs> So many. And I realized that once I got older, my mom kind of felt more comfortable talking about her life mm. because on my mother's behalf, she's never felt very comfortable because that's a very vulnerable thing for her to yeah. even speak about. And that's like, valid. Adopted alone, and she didn't even like she wasn't adopted and put in the system. Like she was adopted, I think, some weeks after she was born. Oh, okay. And she was the only one out of her siblings to be put up for adoption. That I didn't know. Oh, another little twister. Our moms. (laughs) I forgot about them. Yes. Like did everything together. Did everything together. They went to high school together. They worked together. They did fashion shows together. Um Yeah. And I think your mom helped plan my mom's wedding. And then also um, your mom would come to like our family reunions and stuff like that because my mom knew that she was adopted and so my mom comes from a big family my mom has five other siblings that she lived with with my grandmother and so um, she used to tell me that you know yeah like your mom would just come over and just be in because she didn't have that and so she'll come to the family functions family reunions all that good stuff and then she'll just be in and no, our my parents did not meet because of her mom. Yeah, no. We like, that well, that that's right. kind of, eh, kind of because your mom was on a search to find her family. Mm. Oh yes. I and so my mom was helping her as a best friend should. We love best friends. Mm-hmm. She was helping her get to that point, and so then they found out that her family was actually in Grand Rapids because she was from Ohio? My mom, I don't know. I don't even think she, I don't think she fully knows. Okay, okay. I don't know. Well, I'm going to have to ask my dad because if we think about it, my dad knows my grandfather's point of view. And this is ultimately, he's the reason. The one, literally. Yeah. And, you know, God rest his soul, granddad is no longer living, but my dad can, we can have that conversation. And we're not going to put our whole story on blast. We're not, we're not, we're not putting anything out there, y'all. <laughs> right. This is just like the surface of what we know. And also, I feel like both of parties won't be offended by. Um, so we're just going to be a little careful what we say, but um, still giving you the tea of like, where we come from, because I mean, you got to understand the backstory to understand the story of yeah. what we're going to be talking about. So, um, as we discussed, it's like completely different backgrounds of how we grew up, didn't know each other until my loud mouth said something, <laughs> which is, yeah, <laughs> like that doesn't surprise me, but I literally have no recollection of that. I don't. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like, not to cut you off, no, you're I feel good. like um, this also needs to be said for people who be like, how do you not know? How did it just slip your mind? Well, you also have to realize I'm the youngest of four. Mm. So, mm-hmm. and me and my, me and the middle sisters are nine years apart. Me and my older sister are 13, 14 years apart. So there was a whole life before me. Right. And when I came, at that point, everyone had kind of already went their separate ways. Mm-hmm. Things happened. 
And by the time I come, you know, when you're living your life, you're living your life. You're not thinking mm-hmm. about anybody else at that point. Right, especially as a child. Especially as a child. And a lot of time, a lot of things, personally in my family, I didn't find out until I got older, until I started asking those questions or mm-hmm. until, you know, things were just kind of, the tea was spilled. Mm-hmm. Like, and everybody kind of hid more around me. Mm. And you know, you're a kid. I'm the youngest mm-hmm. of everybody. Right. All my cousins, I'm the youngest. Not on, not on our side. Not on my dad's side, I'm the youngest. There's 20 of us in total, including my dad's family. And, you know, I, I'm just, you know, they keep the baby the baby. Right. Keep her protected. I was very sheltered. So that's how you have a question of, like, how did you just not know? How did you just, like, how did it how did it slip your mind and you never thought about it again? That's why. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And um, actually did have a relationship with your sisters, the twins. Yeah. Um, funny. Everybody was cool. Yeah. As far as I heard. Well, I mean, well, they came to my first birthday party. You weren't thought of yet because you said you're not 21. Yet. You're 21, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you, I was barely <laughs> uh, turning one, <laughs> and I'm 23. So you didn't come to like two years later. But they came to my first birthday party. I have pictures. Um, and then one of the twins actually worked at an after school program that I worked at or that I was going to at the time. I was young. I was maybe my sister's age. She was like she like 12. Yeah, I was young, and AC Donna was working there too. And oh, I think it was destiny. Yeah, it was destiny. And Auntie <laughs> Donna is crazy. Okay. And so she was like, because I was in, we had like these classes, and she pulled me out of the class because she was working with like the babies. Like she was with the babies, but she pulled me out the class, and Destiny actually was working in my class. Mm-hmm. Not knowing, well, me not knowing that that's my big cousin, right? Yeah. So, Auntie Donna was like, come here. <laughs> like, you and you. We love you're related. <laughs> like, she was just like, y'all, you, you related. And we was like, what? Huh? What? But then I started to remember, like, oh, yeah, like, this is my Diane's kids. Got you. Mm-hmm. Didn't know she had more siblings. Then I found out about you. Because I guess that's when I really started to ask questions questions more because mm-hmm. I had that encounter with her and now that I actually know like oh you're actually a real person now we start to ask questions then I had another interaction when I was older with Deanna yeah Deanna yeah. and um I was volunteering at this um hospital I had to do it for school and um it was a Starbucks and she was working there or something she was coming I don't know. It was somebody that she was coming to see or whatever. And she came up to the line and I recognized her, but she didn't recognize me. And I was like, hey, girl, like, what's up? Probably did the same kind of thing I did <laughs> I did with you. Like, I'm your cousin. And she was like, oh, Danisha. Like, she knew me right away. So definitely being a baby does take a factor. Um, I am not the baby. <laughs> so I think that's why I had a little bit more access. And then also, um, my parents, they never really um, hid anything or, like, had any hurt to where they they felt like they had to, like, not tell me. Because um, I'm also the first child. So they, I go through everything with them. So they just felt yeah. it. it felt, they felt it necessary to tell me. And also, um, my mom, she'll tell you this out of her mouth, is that she always prayed um, because whatever happened, happened. And then... Division started to happen um, more on my dad's side when my grandmother passed. And then our other aunties passed. Things just got a little bit more division, uh, had a little bit more division. But I still grew up with the majority of the cousins. So I had the pleasure of growing up with all of my cousins that I grew up with. Shout out to the Kings and the Craigs. Um, so my mom always prayed that we will always find each other 
and like stick to each other and that because we're going to need each other. She always said that to me. I remember her saying that as a girl, like I was young when she when she was saying that. And so here we are today, just living proof of her prayer, because I feel like if it wasn't us who did it, it probably never would happen. It would have like nothing will ever be solved, I guess. Mm-hmm. Nothing will ever be talked about. Nothing will ever be okay. That stuff happened. How do we get to the other side? Mm-hmm. I feel like if we never like talk to each other, and I feel like it's so weird. God's divine timing is like very odd. <laughs> right. That your mom said that since like we were all kids me and my siblings our dad has always told us you never turn your back on family Mm. no matter what you go through family is family and you're gonna need your family no matter what Mm. and just to hear that it's like that's crazy because that's how i grew up like even when we get in fights my dad will always let us know family is family y'all need to fix that Mm. and i'm thinking that's what was instilled in us but the fact that a lot of pieces in our family are so broken. Mm-hmm. It's like, I just, I don't know. I think of like, what if? Mm-hmm. Like, and, then, and then I feel like that's us. What the what if? Mm-hmm. To now become the now. Right. But kind of like, I'll go back a little bit, but you, Jalen told you I was nervous. It wasn't that I was nervous. I just, I didn't know you. Right. And I didn't know how you were going to feel or how, you know, you were going to approach me or how, like, things were just going to go. I think the first time we hung out was your birthday, the night before your birthday. Like, actually hang out was the night before your birthday, yeah. Uh, yes, but I'm going to back up just a little bit more because we went to a birthday party in a hotel. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You remember? I came and picked up. Well, no, nah, y'all met me at my house, I think, and we drove out to the um thing. We saw Indica and all of them. Yeah, that was in the summertime. <laughs> I just realized what you said. Yeah, that was like the first official time that we really like clicked. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I was salty. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then I was salty on the day before my birthday because I'm like, nobody wants to hang out with me. And then y'all was just like, ah! Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I was like, I really was just like, I want to know you, but I also, you know how you're so loyal to your family. Yeah. You know? And I felt as if, like, personally, I was going against the family. Mm. Because... Not saying, not saying that there was anything bad, but it was just like, for me, how we were raised and stuff like that, even my dad's mom, how she raised them, it was like, okay, this person, we're not cool, we don't talk, we don't keep it that way. Mm-hmm. Like, if one person don't mess with that person, we all don't, right. And that's just how family is. And then because there was another situation that kind of, kind of blew up in a way mm. I don't even know if you know this but you know how I said I found you again through another person yeah there was a whole situation with that mm. so then it trickled down into well because that person is connected to you you must be feeling the same way and all this extra stuff so mm. it was like, I don't a lot know. of he say she say type stuff yeah and I was like I don't know how you would you know you would I guess, how does it welcome me? Oh, yeah, embrace you. you. Yeah, I didn't know mm-hmm. if you had those feelings as well. I didn't know, you know, I just didn't know. So I was just like, I'm going to stay in my lane. Mm-hmm. She over there. <laughs> and, you know, Jesus, if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. Right. <laughs> yeah, I totally and hear you. became friends with you. Mm-hmm. And the first time I actually saw that, like, oh, y'all are friends, friends. Mm-hmm. Was, I think it was New Year's. Think she put yeah. a picture from New Year's. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, they're friends, friends. Like, yeah. Real life friends. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's my cousin. You know that? She was like, I think she said something about it. Like, I remember we were somewhere and she had said, that's my cousin. And I was like, what? <laughs> and, like, crazy thing is, when 
once again, everything comes full circle. I've known Jalen since I was a baby. Mm-hmm. Literally. My entire life of living, I've known who she is. And we've been friends since then. But it was just like, oh, you know that? Like, that, you hanging out with my cousin. Right. You and you? Like, you and you. Right. Yeah, and then you spoke a little bit about like how I was gonna embrace you. That's a good question though. Like I can kind of tell you what I was thinking. Like I said, I was ready. Like I was just like, what's up? Like I'm open, I'm willing, let's do this. So this kind of gives you like a little peace. Like I didn't feel no type of way. And I think that's also a like how that happened with the parties of whatever had went down. Um, and I don't know what exactly happened, but from my dad's point of view, I just feel like he kind of was a part of the whole, like, it's just kind of like how you said, you know, if, if one of us don't, we all don't type of thing. So like, it was just kind of like a, a part of the whole, um, he just kind of got sucked into that, unfortunately. And so, I say that it didn't really have a negative effect on either one of us. Unfortunately, the only thing that we lost was time of bonding. Like, I I think that's the only thing that we really lost. But then also, God's timing again is also impeccable. So it's like, we probably just weren't meant to be childhood, you know, this is my cousin, this is my whatever. Because I could be honest and be completely vulnerable on here. All of the cousins that I grew up with, and y'all know who y'all are. I don't know if y'all listen to this or not. I wouldn't be surprised if y'all didn't, but I would be very happy if you did. Love y'all. Uh, <laughs> but, like, honestly, though, like, no shade, no tea. We don't talk to each other. We don't communicate. The only time we get together is for a funeral or a wedding, and we barely do that. So it's like... How do we keep in contact? Like, yes, I talked to them on social media, you know, yes, liking pictures and all that and keeping up with our lives. But it's like we don't actually have a relationship, which I'm very saddened about because I have now have a little sister who was the baby. She's 12. She's 12. And the difference between me being 12 and her being 12 is all of the people that she really cool with and cling to are her friends. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, I'm not sad that she's, you know, she's going out and talking to people. That's great. But it's kind of like, well, dang, it's what about your family? Cousins. Yeah, it's different when you grow up with cousins. Yeah. Like from my dad's point of view, like I grew up kind of like your sister. They're all older than me. Mm-hmm. Like everybody. So the only cousin I had was my cousin Keyshawn. And even he was way older than me. But like <laughs> we were young at the same time, like really right. young. And, you know, I spent a lot of time and nothing, you know, we're close to this day. And nothing is like that cousin bond that you have. Yeah. Where you could just call up and like talk to them about anything or any family, you know, dispute or, right. you know, nothing is like that. And the fact that, she's going to miss out in a way mm-hmm. it sucks it, it does a toll on you and it's real lonely and it's really hard to watch like it's really 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 hard to watch because um not too long ago we had a family funeral um for my cousin one of our first cousins actually and we was at the repast and my sister literally was sitting there Talking to me, me and my mama. It was like she was the family friend. Like, it was very awkward. And then, um, but it's like, whose fault is that? It's everybody's. We can't just blame one party. You know what I'm saying? Like, and a lot of people, um, well, a lot of black families like to hold on to the he said, she said crap. And it's just like, let's not do that. If you're going to you know, beef out with the parents because y'all can't come to whatever y'all can't come to. 
don't put that on the kids. Like, me and JT literally missed out on 20 years because of some stupid beef that could have been solved if everybody would have just stopped playing with each other top and just kept it real. But I feel like that's also a generational thing. Like, if you cross me, you cross me, which is fine. It's like, you know, have your boundaries. But it's like, what happened to the blood is thicker than water? That is literally out the door. Anymore. Yeah. And like it's I can count thing. I can count on my finger one hand. I can count on one hand of how many cousins I actually keep in contact with. I can One hand. Okay, I got three, including you. I got one. It is you. <laughs> well, okay, no. No, no, no. I was about to be like, dang. <laughs> so it's like yeah yeah so it's like it's sad to watch that happen and so I guess this is something that we're trying to figure out ourselves too is like how do we get past this do our parents even want to heal from that or like is it just a done deal and I know you said what your dad said like you just don't turn your back on family and it's like okay, when do we exercise that? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and how do we... I think, I think... I don't ever think, personally, the adults will ever come together. Mm. As far as anytime soon. Yeah, probably not. And I mean, like, soon as in, like, three, four years. I I truly believe that. Mm-hmm. Um, only because... You know, some people like to keep the stuff in the past. Which is fine. Yeah. Pandora's box. And then you've got you've got three sides. The truth, they side, and the other person's side. Facts. So everybody don't always have a different, you know, view or way. I feel now the responsibility is on the younger generation. Mm-hmm. It's on all of us. Mm-hmm. The older people they did what they did. Clearly, we saw, you know, what worked and what didn't work. Right. And we can't sit and wait on them. I feel like that's why I went ahead and was like, now nah, I want a relationship. Mm-hmm. I'm sick and tired of waiting right. on them to bring us into a relationship and for them to have a relationship. Mm-hmm. So I feel like we have a responsibility to each other and then our family later on in the year to start the conversation, to start hanging out, to have, like, little gatherings, even if it's got to be just four cousins. Mm-hmm. Like, the the smaller it is, the bigger it will get. Right. And the more we will all grow, and hopefully it goes from the inside to the outside. Mm, that's good. That's good. And I, I feel like, you know, um, they see us. I mean, I we talk all the time. And I mean, we don't live in the same city no more. Sad face, but you know, she wanna, she wanna move out, y'all. It's okay. It's okay. That's why. That's what Facetime is for. <laughs> but when I do come into town, you know, I do make sure that I hit her up and be like, "Hey, what's up?" Um, but yeah, she's definitely right, y'all. Like, it's no longer up to mommy and daddy and them. They already had their piece. They said what they had to say. They kind of. It's just like on the back burner. And if y'all like me and y'all grown in the mug, y'all know. Like, it's just for real, though. Like, it's just time to, like, you know, take that responsibility. And, um, like, this this new year, yes, I was um, a cliche. And I was like, "Eh, you know, New Year's resolution. But my resolution was really being intentional about, like, the people who are in my life um, and being intentional about, family members and everything like that so like that's why I'm pursuing a relationship with you pursuing a relationship with lost family members that I have um fell out with over the years and it's like it's a beautiful thing and it can get messy too because some people right because like it's like some people are not as um easygoing is that a good word to say right And you know what? When you were talking, I was just thinking, like, I'm just so grateful that, like, we didn't let the opinions and 
what people think that the other person said um, poison our minds about each other. Because I definitely could have been like, well, oh, you know, like, okay, she her mom ain't want to talk to us. We ain't want to talk to her. Been fine. You know, I could have just, you know, had that influence me. Jalen, to baby Jay, <laughs> because I'm not even gonna lie, my head was there. Oh, um, I am a descendant of Lenora Brown Trey. That's my daddy mama. That's my <laughs> mama. We don't do all that. Like, oh, you felt like I heard you felt like this about my family. Oh, it's a done deal. Like, mm. that's not that's not something. Mm-hmm. And it was Jalen who was like, Well, you have to realize, Jamie, y'all are the children. Right. Whatever happened with them is what happened with them. Y'all had no like no beef, no conversation, no nothing. Y'all didn't even, y'all have never even stepped in the same room together type stuff. Right. Long enough to talk and to mend a relationship or to figure out a relationship. And then, you know, I got down and I was like, You're right. And I guess I'll bring in, you know, Jesus into this and Jesus has forgive. Mm-hmm. And out of anything, and the fact that our family comes from a Christian background, mm-hmm. and that's very hard mm. for us. Mm-hmm. I kind of had to be like, well, if Jesus says forgive, we come from a Christian background, and nobody is going to forgive. That's going to be on my soul. That's going to be on my conscience. That's going to be on my heart when I, you know, go and meet you. Mm-hmm. Like, well, why didn't you? He's not going to ask why didn't they. You know, right. what did they do that, you know, motivated you not to? He's going to ask, why did they you? Right. And personally, for me, that's too much for me to handle and that's too much for me to take. And I didn't want that. So I was, like, changing my the way I thought about you and the way, you know, like I said, I didn't know how you were going to embrace me. Mm-hmm. So. I guess that's just part of also just being in the unknown because, you know, as I said previously, always knew you know it was just a matter of time and I also think that also has something to do with um perception of how things went because you know like you said it's the truth their side and the other person's side so the side that I came from was like uh, I don't know and like I said I think my dad was just a person that got caught in the crossfire um but you know (laughs) Um, I personally think that, um, I lost my train of thought cause this man, you know, I just came from a background of like, you know, I was just in a crossfire. I don't know. And so I just got lumped up with the hole and now here we are. So I guess it was just always an open door policy, but then I have to remember my dad is also the black sheep of the family. So that's kind of probably why he was just like, I get it. I'm not going to trip on you because I understand. Because my dad, okay, to describe our family in a nutshell, we're very um, clatchet. Like, we're we, we crazy, but like, we're, we have a mix of classy. We got the um, ones who smoke. We got the ones. Who, yeah, like, you know, we it's a little rough around the edges, but it, it makes us us. And I love us. Um, and you know, like I said, we're rough around the edges, but it's like a beautiful thing. So, um, with that being said, um, the way that my, my dad grew up and his siblings grew up was that they didn't have a lot of structure. They didn't really have a lot of stability. Um, so my dad left to go to the service. He was like, you know, I'm out of here. And so with that being said, he kind of turned his life around and made him a better man. And so with that being said, he didn't use he didn't do some of the stuff that they that they did. Like he didn't smoke when he came back. He didn't drink. He didn't do a, a lot of that thing. He really just gave it over to God. And, you know, that kind of had a. A bad taste in everybody's mouth because they're just like, but you're used to. But isn't you. And it's like, I'm not that same person anymore. So I think that's probably a part of the reason why um, my dad was so understanding. And I appreciate him for that because he never 
spoke ill about your mom. Like he never, because you know, some people like to play victim and they like to yeah. drag the other person through the dirt. I never got that from him. He always wanted to like understand more than, you know, be like, well, F this. Like, I don't want nothing to do with it. So I just appreciate that so much. And then, um, you know, I've told you, I even cried about it a little bit in the car. Do you remember what I'm talking about? Yeah. Oh, God. I thought it was a bug on me. Um, <laughs> but um, I I did pray for times like this, literally. Like, I wanted to, because it was, it was a point in my life where, like, I felt like I was getting distant. When I went to college, I barely, you know, hung out with my cousins. I barely talked to them because I went to school in another city. So I really wasn't accessible as I used to be. And so I just felt a sense of being distant from other people that, I felt like I should be the most close to that makes sense. And, you know, I really just started to begin to ask God, like, God, please put my mother's prayer into fruition because I need to see this happen. I want to be more intentional about the people who I love and care about. And so Mm -hmm. it just really makes my heart smile. And I know it makes my parents heart smile as well to finally see that coming to pass. And, um, Shout out to us for actually doing it on our own and nobody had to like force or pride or poke us to do it. We just kind of had a will and heart to be like, okay. Yeah. And I feel like big ups to my mama. Um, I love my mama. I'm sorry. Big ups to my mom because as long as like I've grown up, she's always let me figure out a lot of things for myself Mm -hmm. and made a conclusion for myself although she has you know guided me and told me you know what i what was right and what wasn't right mm-hmm. um and kind of like you it was no ill conversation like right it was literally like a poof disappear like they they don't kind of like they don't exist kind of thing yeah it's not in a bad way mm-hmm. it was just like you know i don't we don't talk about it and that's how she healed from it you know? And that's how she healed from it. And it was like kind of like your father. Um, I remember she did say when she turned her life around for Christ, it kind of affected a lot of relationship as well. Mm-hmm. So it was just like, it was just too much. It was too much to go back to. And mm-hmm. I think she was only close to like a couple. And I think your dad was one at one point and then another sibling. Okay. And it was just on and off. Mm. And in her life, on and off is not for my mom. Either you on and popping, or you off for good. Right. Like, and I just feel like, I don't know. I just feel like, like you said, props to us for figuring out ourselves. Mm-hmm. And for making our own decision and our own mind about it. Yeah. Because we could be nasty to each other. We really could have. Like, I really could have been like, okay, and so what was it? Like, you know, taking it out on you, and it's like you have nothing to do with it, and literally neither do I. So it's kind of like I never really thought about it at the time, but like what I actually was thinking was is like what we got to argue for. You know, like we literally have nothing to argue about. I don't know her, so I have nothing against her. So, you know, things like this, I feel like are just a forever mystery like you just kind of have to stop asking why and then start asking yourself what can I do um we can't change the past that's fine like I'm not tripping about that the past is the past it can stay there um but we can just simply move forward in this and so um I think I'm speaking for both of us when I say that is you know you just got to kind of move forward and go from there. And we're not done figuring it out. Like, I know we said in the past, like, we're going to try to get together a little bit more. Like, you know, come over to my house, actually speak to my dad, um, and vice versa to your mom. Because yeah, I've, never, I've never met her father either. hmm Never met her father. Which is interesting, because he's a, he's a great guy. Um, So it's like, you know, it's not done. And it, I don't think it ever will be, just because of this position that we're in. And, like, I'm just more so excited and encouraged by the new um, because it just makes me believe that there's hope. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's hope that people can still be cool 
without the fighting, without the bickering, without the jealousy, people can still, you know, people still have a heart. And honestly, at the end of the day, we all got the same blood running through our veins. You know what I mean? Like, who are you going to call if you're in a health crisis? You got to call a family member. That's what they tell you to do is call your family. You know? So it's kind of like, had I not known you, what if I was like, like hey, I need a kidney. <laughs> nice to meet you. I'm your cousin. <laughs> you know, I would rather say, what up, cuz? Like, how you doing today? Rather than being like, I need your kidney. Right, like we're we're related. Um, I can prove it. Boom. And then also just to the adults that with the babies, like put your personal stuff aside. Like leave it at the door. Kids will be kids. You know what I'm saying? Like they're gonna form their own relationships eventually, like we did. I feel like if we were still under our parents' thumb, we probably would never talk to each other. It's not about that. The kids need to bond, and that's just period. Like, they need to know who their people are because I would much rather have my child um, know who her family is before she starts dating them or, you know, because our family is big. Honey, honey. And that's another thing. That is why I have to ask these questions because the way that I reached Foundation, it just threw me off. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like you need to know who they are. Huh? Asking those questions, I'm just saying, like, asking those questions of who I'm related to, where we come from, and then living in Grand Rapids, y'all don't the recycle bin. Live here. It's so small. Very much a recycle bin. Recycle bin. <laughs> <laughs> and you really don't know who you're related to. Right. And who you are. So ask the questions, y'all. For ask. The questions. ask because. <laughs> If you don't ask, you won't know. At all. At all. And then you'll figure out when somebody need a kidney or why your kid came out the way that they came out. Oh, like, not straight to the kid. Oh, God. I mean, but it happens. That, that's real. Yeah, that happens. Like, and it's very sad that it happens, but like, we can't be ignorant to the fact that it does happen. Yeah. You know? Um. So just be aware of who your family is. I mean, I'm not saying that you necessarily got to be like, hey, girl, that? you know, let's go hang out. Let's go do that. But like, at least know who they are. And like, you'll be surprised Like, you'll build a lifelong relationship. Because for me, I don't foresee me, you know, ever just being like, all right, cool. Like, you know what I mean? Like, all right, see ya. You know, I just can't see myself doing that. So it's like, you know, you'll just create a bond in your life that you probably might need. And that's just simple. So know who your people are. And, you know, I'm very glad that we got to have this conversation. Um, it's very, it's been very much needed. We've been trying to do this like for the last couple of days. <laughs> and life has just been kicking our booties, but that's okay. Um, I'm glad that we finally had to have this conversation. And the conversation, like I said, is not done I'm pretty sure there's still millions of questions that were not discussed that will be discussed in the future. And like, I'm just excited to see where it goes. Yeah. This yeah. is actually a perfect, like, icing on the cake. Mm-hmm. We didn't give too much, but we gave just enough for everybody. And I hope everybody hears <laughs> what we said. Word for word. Right. No miscommunication. Right. And it's recorded. So if you need to rewind, you can. I'm just saying, because you know how people take one word and they run with it or they take one phrase and they run with it. So I want everybody, every family member, every distant cousin, I want all y'all to hear the words clearly and openly. Yeah, openly. Be open with your heart and be understanding. Yes. Because that's really the only way that you can truly move on is to have understanding, is to have an open heart. Because if you bottle that in and, you know, your heart is all hard and you just, you feel the way you feel because that's how you feel, 
you're not gonna get anywhere, boo. Sorry. Like it's just not gonna happen for you, and it's it's not gonna be cute. And at the end of the day, let's keep it a buck and a thousand. Like you're gonna be alone. At the end of the day, and I mean, I'm not saying being alone is a bad thing, but it's not necessarily a good thing either. So it's like, you know. And when getting to know your family and you're younger and there's been history and the, you know, older generation, realize the older generation is going to die. Let's just be realistic about it. I'm going to tell you the older generation are going to kind of roll over. So at the end of the day, I didn't know where you were going with that. <laughs> no, I mean, it's so yeah, it's true. It's true. <laughs> All right, as having a little technical difficulty, as you were saying. Why are you this funny? Right. It's true. In all comedy, bro, what she's saying is so true. Like, let's not dwell on what other people have done. And, like, you can't base your existence off of somebody else's beef. Literally. And if, like I said, like, if we would have held on to the generation, and that's really, call it what it is, a generational curse. Like let's let's call a spade a spade, because what is a generation from one to another, yeah. from your children to your children's children? So if you pass that toxicity down to your children's children, it's like where do you go? And then also that'll start. A- <laughs> okay, like the devil is really mad because it keep stopping recording on me, but that's how I know what I have to say needs to be said. It's like, mm, now he's trying to mess with my memory. But, you know, you can't base the generational curse on, you know, how your life is because it's going to start affecting your relationships. Now, say, for instance, let's put it in perspective. We held on to the grudge of our parents. Whether it was good or bad, we just held on to the grudge. I have a boyfriend I probably would treat him like crap because it's like if I can't even be cool with my cousin who's like directly related to me I don't care about this dude so it's like it it's a it's it's psychological like sorry I'm a psych student sorry it's just how our brain works really shut up okay see just starting to learn more about each other like (laughs) but you know it's just how your brain works though like how you treat one person is how you treat everybody, really, whether you love them or hate them, you know? And I'm and I'm living proof of that because I've gone to therapy, still, you know, going through that journey as of now and realizing a lot of, you know, family trauma mm-hmm. that I didn't even have anything to do with, mm. you know? I never had two words. I wasn't even thought of when it all happened that mm. when it came, it was just dumped on me. Mm-hmm. And it affected how I viewed people in my family. It mm-hmm. affected how I viewed people outside of my family, friends. And that's why certain relationships were very hard for me as far as like significant other relationships mm-hmm. because I just didn't know how to, you know, I don't want to say be normal, but, like, that's the only word that comes to my head right now. But, like, I just didn't know how to navigate through a healthy, you know, communicate communicating relationship yeah. with anybody. Yeah, because it starts with your that's family. Much, that's pretty much where our situation is, an unhealthy communicating situation. Mm-hmm. And in black families, communicating is not as unheard of. For some reason, we don't communicate the right way. Which is terrible terrible mm-hmm. and i just feel like living proof that y'all like we can put our differences aside mm-hmm. we can move on we can realize you know 
you got to be humble, open, and transparent with yourself first. Facts. Before you can go and be, you know, open and transparent with somebody else. Check yourself before mm-hmm. you try to check someone else. Yes, that is such a and good point. I did a lot of self-reflection, still doing a lot of self-reflection and growing and maturing to the fact that, you know, things are just bigger than yourself. Yeah, and I want to touch on that, too. It's like... You have, like, I like how you said, check yourself before you check other people. Like, that is such a key thing because you really have to be like, okay, where am I wrong? And you'll start questioning, like, the whole picture rather than just seeing what that person did to you. And I'm not saying, you know, you're not going to have, people really do people dirty. Like, that's not, that's a thing. That's a thing. But it's kind of like, you know, did that person do you dirty or did you provoke them to do that? So it's kind of like it gives you a perspective of the bigger picture. And I know a lot of people don't want to hear that because you don't want to believe that you're the problem. But we're going to get down to the root of that because you definitely can be a part of the problem sometime. And I feel like that's one of my biggest flexes is that, like, I can take a situation and I knew where I messed up at. I can be like, all right, look, I ain't perfect. I know I did this and this and this to you. I'm sorry. And it's it could be just as that simple. Like, just say that you're sorry. Heal it. Heal yourself first before you can go and heal and mend those other relationships. And I just feel like, you know, with that being said, this really just goes for, and I know that we're just cousins, but it's so many siblings that are like this. There's um aunties and uncles that are like this so it's like it's it's more than one dynamic of the family and it's kind of like who are you fighting for mm-hmm. you know what are you fighting for and if it's nothing that's fine but like at least I know who you are so I won't ever date you but it's like, <laughs> like, like right yeah. but it's like at least I know that you're my cousin and that we are family and if there's a time of need we I know like like I said, I haven't talked to my other cousins or other cousins in a while. Um, I mean, I do from time to time. Like I said, if I've commented on pictures, but I know the king's going to step. The prayer's going to step. They're going to step. So it's like, we we might not be cool or whatever, but like, if you hit my cousin, I'm hitting back type of thing. You feel me though? Like, I already know all of them are stepping. Right. And I told, I told JT that I'm like, look, I'm 10 toes down. I don't care. Like, I have the text message to prove it. Like, I'm down for you, period. And it's simply because we have the same blood running through our veins. That's the bottom line for me. So it's like, don't hold, you know, other people accountable for your feelings. You got to hold yourself accountable. Check yourself and check other people. I like that. I'm going to put that in the little quotes. Yeah. And just be, be you. Like, Stop caring about everybody's opinion. Mm-hmm. Open your mouth. Don't stay quiet about anything. Okay? Facts. If you feel uncomfortable, say you are uncomfortable. Say you want, going back to family, say you don't like the dynamic. Say you are going to go and reach out to this person and actually follow through with it. Mm-hmm. Don't listen to them. Don't, don't try to be, you know, just... I don't know, just be you authentically. Yeah, because if you go to that person and they have beef with the person, they're going to be like, oh, well, what you want to do that for? Da, 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 da. And then take it out on you. And it's like, now they're now you're discouraged. Mm-hmm. And now you don't want to. And now you just probably ruined a great relationship that you could have had. Yeah. So worry about yourself. <laughs> you don't want nobody else. At the end of the day. Facts. <laughs> if you and God. Man. For real. So we're going to go ahead and wrap this up. Um, This is a topic that could really like go on for hours and hours. Like for real. Like I could literally talk about this all day long. Huh? That's not the hour song. I can't. I love her. Love her. Time machine. That's my jam. Oh my God. That song really is hours and hours long. I mean, it only became that way because people was playing it out. I think that's what it is. To the song. I listen to the entire song. I like the entire song. Hmm. It's just 
I think it's overplayed. It's kind of it gives me um uh the happy song by Pharrell vibes. Everybody overplayed it. At first the song was cool, but now it's just like it's kind of not cool anymore. That's just how I feel about that. You you feel me? Like it's like that, but in black. <laughs> in black people. Um <laughs> Happy Black History Month. Um <laughs> power to the people. Why are we like this? Not us saying it at the same time. See? Like, we did grow up with each other, but we're just alike. <laughs> it's creepy. I love it, though. Um, but nah. So, yeah, tangent. We're going to wrap this thing up. Um, I just want to thank my cousin for coming on here and being so open and vulnerable with us. Um, because this is hard. She could have been like, absolutely not. Like... <laughs> She on FaceTime. I can see her. Y'all can she's ridiculous. She doing the period sign. Um, but <laughs> um, but yeah, so I hope that you guys like took all these nuggets and are putting them in your in your toolbox. And I hope that you actually this actually encourages you and enlightens you to actually go out and seek out your family members that you haven't talked to in a long time. They probably need you and you don't even know it. So it's like, you know, keep that in mind and, you know, worry about self at the end of the day. Don't care about anybody else's opinion. Make your own opinion about people. That's a good, that's a good thing to have. Um, yeah. So thank you for joining us on Queen's Corner. All right. We'll see you next time. Yeah.